Welcome to the Susie Boots Inspiration Podcast, where our mission is to bring you uplifting and empowering messages that will inspire miracles in your own life. Whether you are developing your spiritual awakening, setting new goals, or attracting more joy in your life, the first step in your journey begins now. Hello, miracle workers, and welcome to another episode of Susie Boots Inspiration Podcast. I am Susie Boots, and I'm so excited that you're joining me today, especially for this podcast episode that I've titled God Said Yes. So, where is it? Think about it. We each have a dream, at least one, that God has placed in our minds in our hearts and just literally echoes through the silence of our souls. And some of us get to see our dreams come into fruition immediately. And others like me tend to take the glacial path and just move as slow as possible. And I always have to ask myself, what is it that makes some miracles happen quicker than others? So I was thinking about one of the dreams that I had had and a vision that God had shown me. And I started praying and I said, okay, God, you have been showing me this vision and I absolutely believe it to be true. But if it is done and it is done because everything that is Our dream is literally inside of us. We are already one with it. We're just not looking in the direction. But I said, God, if it is done, if you already said yes to this dream, then where is it? How come it is taking so long to actually create this experience in the physical world? Have you ever had those prayers? Well, it's interesting because after I prayed that, immediately I heard my God whisper and God actually said what has taken you so long to create them and I thought wow I didn't realize that this was actually my timing and when I looked back on these last few years it startled me that although God showed me this beautiful vision of something that is in my destiny, I really have not been focused on seeing it and being the essence of the experience. It's almost as if I looked and said, okay, God, you showed me a beautiful vision. I absolutely believe it to be true. However, I'm going to sit back and wait until you bring it into my life. And then I get upset that God hasn't done that. But think about it. We are creators. Whatever it is that we want to experience, we have to become the experience of it within ourselves before we see it in the world outside of ourselves. You know, it's, I struggle sometimes with manifesting, and I'm sure many of you do. And I keep thinking it shouldn't be a rocket science. I mean, we enter this illusion of life, forgetting that we are perfect spiritual beings, having an imperfect physical experience. But you don't suddenly stop being those things just because you forget who you are. 
And those things meaning the, the dreams, the, the goals, the miracles that God has already connected your energy to. It's like our journey is meant to help us remember our truth. And in the process, we get to discover our purpose. You know, I am a firm believer that every single answer to every single question that you have actually lies within you. Every answer. Why? Because God resides within you and is the source of all there is. So you don't need necessarily an encyclopedia. You need a prayer. And when you pray, you need to be so steadfast in receiving God's answer that you are willing to start creating the experience of already being what God said you are. In other words, we can't sit back and expect to be separate from God if we want to create the miracle that it takes to be one with God. And this one was a toughie for me because I had to swallow my pride and ask myself, if God has shown you such an amazing vision, what in the world is keeping you from preventing or, or preventing you from creating it? Do you ever have those conversations with yourself? You know, it's as if God's already done the hard job. He created the beautiful miracle. And our role is to look in the direction of that miracle and remain so steadfast with our thoughts, with our emotions, and with our actions that we become the vision he's already shown us. And once you start to generate that energy and radiate that energy of becoming your miracle, there is nothing separating you from the miracle. Yet, so often, we tend to separate ourselves through a perception that somehow the miracle is so far away from us that in due time, in God's time, it will actually happen. But what if God is telling you the time is now? Are you willing to look in the direction of that miracle? I had to really understand this because I have been asking God as often as I can every day, God, show me what this situation looks like through your eyes. And with knowledge comes power because power creates transformation. God's answers make you accountable for your choices. These answers provide the solutions to the problems you think that you're experiencing. Answers make you take action and actually change the course of your life. So when you pray, do you ask God to fix things or do you ask God for the answers of how you can alter, alter the course of your own life? They are two different prayers. One, ask God to remedy and create your life for you. The other asks God for the answers so you can remedy and change the course of your own life. One is incredibly empowering. 
So realizing this, why aren't you asking God for the answers to all of your questions rather than waiting to see it in the world around you suddenly just appear? And I've been guilty in the past of asking people for direction to a path that only my soul blueprint knows. And if I do that, I'm not asking God for the guidance. I'm asking other people who are honestly trying to figure out their own path. And somehow, I believe that we have learned to fear power, our own power. You know, women are taught to think emotionally, and men, I think, are taught to think logically. I could be completely wrong, but it's just my perception. So, you know, women, we raise a family, and men support the family, right? But at some point, we all have the power to choose how we think rather than what to think. So I had to go back to my initial prayer to God, the one that I asked, what is taking you so long to give me my dream? And I had to find the answer to my own question within me. I believe, like you, that we are born with knowledge that we need to create an extraordinary life. So I went back to my book of answers, my book that I wrote through my answered prayers, through the eyes of truth. And just like God answers prayers, God also led me to the part in my own book where I actually wrote the answer to my prayer. <laughs> and I would like to read it to you now. This is an excerpt from my book, Through the Eyes of Truth, which is actually available on Audible as well as on paperback through Amazon. There is only one force that can exist within the walls of your souls in which to create, and that is either a world created from truth and love or from fear and deceit. For if you are not working to manifest your dream, you are working to fulfill the dreams of another. If your dreams don't correlate with theirs, then you are completely neglecting your soul and your calling. Now that you're experiencing your life with your eyes wide open, you understand that which you have created through love and that which you create from fear. When you pray now, Ask that your energy be transferred to the hearts and souls of the light workers waiting to connect with that which they are truly meant to do. If you fail yourself, then you fail them. If you accept the responsibility of that which you accepted upon the appointment of this journey, then you understand you had a contract with those who you will touch in their hearts through your journey. You will reach them through the power of love. Seek not to live vicariously through the journey of another, but instead pray that you will have the courage and the insight to live out the life that you were created to live. The awakening is now and the moments are being created before your very eyes. So what do you choose to create? 
Do you now understand the three things, my child, that it takes to manifest all experiences which bring love and joy? You need to first go within and turn your energy to self and you will experience self-love. For in order to create love in your life, it must first be created on a foundation of self-love. So the only validation and course you are seeking is truth. Second, you must seek God who resides within yourself and expresses his truth and love through your own soul. God is the creator of all and is the only source of love. In order to know that which you love, you must seek it. Lastly, you must be aware that love and time coexist. So if you are spending your time creating that which you love, you will in turn create the life of your dreams. That, my child, is the secret of life that so many souls have been seeking throughout their entire lifetime. Go now and share this truth with all who choose to understand it. There will be many souls who will greet you with love and light and many more souls who will seek more questions from you. Remember to direct them to self so I may be the source for all those who seek me. So when I looked at these words that I wrote, these words that I wrote literally by hearing my God whisper, I went back to the part that said, do you now understand the three things, my child, that it takes to manifest all experiences which bring you love and joy? Number one, you need to first go within and turn your energy to self and you will experience self-love. For in order to create love in your life, it must first be created on a foundation of self-love. So the only validation and course you are seeking is truth. That's powerful. Because it allows you to experience the essence of your own love. And that's incredibly empowering. Second, you must seek God who resides within yourself and expresses his truth and love through your own soul. God is the creator of all and is the only source of love. So in order to know that which you love, you must seek the source of love. So God isn't telling us to go outside and start asking other people for the source of love. He's asking us to go within, to create a relationship that only you and God can have. And you get to determine how beautiful and how deep that relationship is. Then number three. Lastly, you must be aware that love and time coexist. So if you are spending your time creating that which you love, you will in turn create the life of your dreams. That, my child, is the secret of life that so many souls have been seeking throughout their entire lifetime. So think about it. If love and time coexist, that would really help you understand where you're putting your energy. I hear so many people say, you know, this year has just flown by. Or the older I get, the faster time flies. But guess what? God gives the same 24 hours to an 88-year-old person as he gives to a 28-year-old person. 
So if we're not putting the energy of love into time, then what are we doing with it? No wonder it seems to fly by for some people because they're not actually experiencing life. Which person are you? I think this year has taught us that time is an arrogant assumption that we believe we're going to have more of. But there are a lot of people in January of 2020 who thought they were going to have more time before they got COVID. A lot more families who thought they'd have more time to spend with their loved ones before they ended up having to pass away alone. So if love and time coexist, miracle workers, what are you doing with your time? So think about it. If we first have to go within and turn your energy to self, you will experience self-love. So God is reminding us the truth of how we create our life. Your reality lies within you. It becomes impossible for you to create from God when you dislike yourself to the point where you cannot sit alone in silence in the essence of your own space. Self-love is crucial because in order to love God, you must love yourself because God is existing through you, not separate from you. I mean, how often do you give of yourself to your husband, your, your wife, your partner, your children, your job, your family, and your friends? If you place yourself last, you may not have the energy to fill your own cup. Or you may not have the time to create a life of love. So you have to be your first priority. Hear your voice. Know what your thoughts are. Honor and respect what you think because you cannot expect the world outside of you to be a different reflection of what you've created within you. So many times we say, I'll do this tomorrow. I'll, I'll start my fitness journey tomorrow. I'll start my healthy eating tomorrow. I will start cultivating my gifts tomorrow. But tomorrow has to become the chapter of your life. And if you say it enough times, I'll do it tomorrow becomes a new book of your life. And you don't actually have the time to create your miracles when in fact you gave that time away. So if the only course that you are seeking is truth, this means that you turn within for the answers to the questions of your own life. And imagine taking the time every day to sit down and pray and meditate and ask God for your truth. This is how my entire spiritual journey started. This is how my very first book started. When I broke down and literally dropped to my knees in my kitchen one afternoon and begged God, as I sobbed, God, show me my truth. And the one word response I got was right. And when I sat down at my computer and closed my eyes and said, God, what do I write about? My world completely changed. Because from that second on, I allowed my answered prayer, my God whispers, to channel through my hands. I didn't ask the advice from another person what I should write. I asked God, 
I didn't ask another person if they thought I was crazy that I was writing these words. I asked God if this was truth. And I didn't ask another person if it was okay that I share this book with the world through Audibles and through Amazon. I asked God. So when you ask God for direction, you gain a new courage and a new way of thinking. And you realize that the one person who's supposed to be impacted by your own prayer, first and foremost, is you. This is why self-love is so important. So when we look at number two, you must seek God who resides within yourself and expresses his truth and love through your own soul. God is the creator of all and is the only source of love. So in order to know that which you love, you must seek the source of love. Every single one of us are walking an imperfect journey. We are perfect spiritual beings having an imperfect physical experience. So knowing this and knowing there is not one single person who walks the face of this earth who is not flawed through their experiences, why are we so quick to allow another person to condemn us? Why are we so quick to allow another person to put a label on us and we believe it and live our life from that label? How have we forgotten that the insults and the toxicity we accept from people outside of us aren't actually our reality? And how have we forgotten that those people are just as imperfect as we are? Because somehow they're trying to convince you that they're better than you. But you know better. Because for your worthiness and your value and your guidance and your gifts, you are turning to God within you. And there is not one single person that can ever change your mind about your worthiness once you allow God to speak that into your soul. Once you continue that relationship with your creator, and that's an empowering place to be. So think about it. If you must seek God who resides within you, then why do you ask for advice, permission, or approval from people who are just as broken and afraid as you are? The world cannot give you what it cannot give itself. So if you're looking for approval from another person, you are 100% certain that other person's approval of themselves has to be in direct correlation of what you want to experience. Because if they disapprove of themselves, if they say no to their own dreams, if they ignore their own God whispers, and you listen to their advice, guess what? You've now created their reality into yours. And that's a choice. So if you're looking for love, and you are looking through love in the most unconditional, beautiful, perfect way you can have it, you've got to look within and ask God to show you what that love looks like through his eyes. And all of a sudden, your attention is going to shift from the fear of the world outside of you and into the love from the creator within you. And it is life-changing because it's happened to me. 
my life changed not only when I wrote through the eyes of truth, but when I read through the eyes of truth. And I'll be honest, I have written three spiritual books on just my answered prayers and every single day I read my own content. I read my own books because they help keep me grounded. I believe that these books were answered from my God whispers. So your role is to go within yourself and have a conversation with your creator and say, God, show me what my life looks like through your eyes. Show me what my potential looks like through your eyes. And most importantly, show me what any situation of fear that I experience looks like through your eyes. And God is going to shift your perspective. And when he does, stay in the essence of that love. And if something pulls you out of it, take yourself back into it again. Because you are the only person in charge of your thoughts, your emotions, and your actions. So if we are aware that time and love coexist, then realize in this moment you are creating today, tomorrow, and your future. So this moment is actually creating the essence of being the experience you want to experience. That miracle you are waiting for God to say yes to, you have the power to experience right now by just thinking about it, being in gratitude for it, asking God to show you what it feels like to already have it, and sit in that space and just let God's energy show you the gratitude. And when you start experiencing that gratitude, hold on to it. Hold on to that vision as long as you can until it just permeates through your entire soul. And then do it every single day and keep growing that energy until all of a sudden you're going to realize there is no difference between what you think you're going to get and what you are actually experiencing. And this is a powerful way of manifesting miracles in your own life. So when God says it's done and you're not seeing it in your present moment, then maybe you have not been living in this present moment. We cannot align with something inside of us while looking at the world outside of us. So your yes, the yes God gave you, that is truth. Your present is a gift. Your moment to shine is now. And you embrace it by being present with it. So this week, ask God. Today, this moment, ask God to show you what having that miracle in your life feels like. And just hold on to it and create more and more from it until you realize that you were absolutely not separate from it, but one with it. You are an amazing, inspiring, encouraging, powerful miracle worker. And when you realize this, your life is going to change. So this week, I ask you to ask God to show you how your life looks like through his eyes, through the eyes of truth. And if you need more inspiration, please visit my blog at suzyboots.com. That's S-U-Z-Y-B-O-O-T-Z. 
Until next week for our next episode, I pray that you continue inspiring miracles in your own life. And remember, your journey begins with a prayer. You've been listening to the Suzy Boots Inspiration Podcast. You can follow Suzy on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, rate, and review our podcast. Join us next time for another inspiring podcast with Suzy Boots. Thanks for listening.